Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to episode 308. This is Daniel Meisler, starting off with security news. The US, Australia, and the UK are warning that Iranian state-backed hackers are targeting US companies running critical infrastructure, sometimes using ransomware. CISOs release incident and vulnerability response playbooks. The FBI is warning that an APT group has been exploiting a zero-day in FatPipe VPN since May. Don't forget, roll your own VPN. These VPN services are basically Satan. U.S. banks will now be required to report cyber attacks within 36 hours. A woman got an alert on her iPhone that an AirTag was following her, which she mostly ignored for a long time. Then finally, she decided to look around her car and found one taped to, like, the inside of her car. I mean, like, the inside of the outside of her car. And she took it to the police, and now she's being more careful about shopping alone. So don't ignore those alerts. The Pentagon has announced a new cloud contract that replaces the canceled Jedi fiasco. This one appears to allow for multiple vendors with a preference towards Amazon and Microsoft. But they also mentioned Oracle and Google by name as well. And Russia shot down one of its own satellites, creating a giant and highly dangerous debris field. And when everyone reached out to them and said, hey, what did you do? They were like, no, it's not so bad. Don't worry about it. Cloudflare blocked a two terabit DDoS attack from 15,000 bots running a variant of Mirai. And a wind turbine company called Vestas says data was compromised in a security incident. Got some new updates for Chrome. And Domain Tools has purchased Farsight Security, which is a DNS security company. Technology news. OpenAI just opened up their GPT-3 API to everyone. They didn't have it open before because they said it was too dangerous. And they say this opening now was only possible because they added some safety improvements, specifically around giving better answers to important questions like controversial things like whether we went to the moon and stuff like that. So they're essentially trying to be socially responsible with it, which I think is pretty cool. Twitter is relaunching its APIs, giving developers the ability to create functionality via direct interaction again. They used to have this functionality before they killed it off, and it was nice. So I'm glad to have it back. OpenSea, the largest NFT platform, could be worth $10 billion to investors right now. That basically came out of nowhere, and now it's worth $10 billion. It's like these numbers don't even mean anything anymore. And Amazon is going to stop accepting Visa cards in the UK due to high fees. Human News, a study done in the UK finds that a third dose, also known as a booster of COVID vaccine, takes protection back up to 94%. Great news. China now owns the mine in Congo that holds two-thirds of the world's cobalt supply. A US company used to own it, which took decades of diplomacy and investments to make possible. 
but we essentially just fumbled it and sold it to a company being run basically by the Chinese government. And now China has a massive advantage over the U.S. in the effort to electrify cars because the stuff is needed for batteries. So once again, the U.S. is playing Connect 4 and China is playing 3D Go. And Grammarly has raised $200 million to expand its AI-powered writing platform. Content Ideas and Analysis, Why the Metaverse Will Succeed, my essay on how the metaverse appeals deeply to base human desires and why it will succeed regardless of technological implementation. It's a matter of when, not if. And the Rittenhouse Trial, my super quick analysis on the outcome of this issue. Notes, I made some cybersecurity predictions for Deep Instinct, which you can check at the link here. And I'm currently reading a book called Wanting, which is about how humans tend to want things that other people want, which causes all sorts of problems. And I think they're actually taking this concept a little bit too far, but I do like it a lot. It's a good mental model, I think. I just think they might be applying it to too many things, as one does when they have a giant hammer they want to use. Discovery. Fascinating article saying OKRs are not strategy and that we should stop confusing the two. I like that. I actually have my own kind of model of how I do mission versus goals versus strategy versus OKRs versus metrics. And I've got a model for that that I think probably mostly agrees with this. The one thing I didn't like from this article is they said that you can't have multiple strategies. And I'm not sure that's the case. Depends how you define strategy, but worth discussion. Web scraping with Go and Uniscan, a RFI, LFI, and RCE vulnerability scanner. Recommendation. Try to take lots of time off during this holiday. Even if you don't think you need it, you probably need it. Take days around the actual holidays, like a couple before or after, and if you're feeling cheeky, take like an entire week off or multiple weeks for Thanksgiving or Christmas. And we got two aphorisms of the week. Never regret a day in your life. Good days give happiness. Bad days give experiences. Worst days give lessons. And best days give memories. Richard Feynman. Nothing destroys an organization faster than a leader with a desire to be well-liked. Nothing destroys an organization faster than a leader with a desire to be well-liked. Mike Spicer. Have a good Thanksgiving week.